Hi, I'm Beck. And I'm Paul. And this is DV Declutter. So yes, welcome to DVD Clutter. This is our very first episode today. DVD Clutter is a podcast that combines our love of DVDs mm-hmm. and our love of decluttering. Mm-hmm. Our recent love of decluttering, I would say. Yes. Newfound love of decluttering. Yeah. If anything, we were too far the other way. We I loved, think so. We loved cluttering. We before. loved cluttering. Both potential hoarders. Yeah. And this is a way for us to de-hoard. That's just it. Beck and I have found ourselves. Entering a stage of our life where we need to get rid of all the crap we accumulated in the first half. Yes. And a big part for us, being film nerds, was DVDs. Yes. I have to say, I think you definitely had, well, you still have a lot more DVDs than I do, but mine are very close to my heart, so I'm going to find this process uh, tricky. Yeah, I think (laughs) the whole idea is we accumulated all these DVDs, and unfortunately we're both overly sentimental. Yes. So the only appropriate way we could think to get rid of them was to sign them each off with a 40 to 40 minute to one hour <laughs> podcast dedicated exactly to them. That's right. And then we can decide, I think what we talked about is if we are still too connected to it after this very, this appropriate goodbye, we can keep it. Is that correct? That's just it. I have recently got rid of all my DVD shelving, except okay. for one shelf that's got 40 spaces left. Okay. All right. Some people out there might listen and think 40 DVDs is a lot. <laughs> yes. I'm starting with 500. <laughs> yes. Whereas I'm going from maybe 40 to maybe 5. So the format for each week is one of us is picking one of our DVDs. We're both going to watch it. We're going to talk about it not only as a film but as a thing in our life. Yes. The history behind it, why it was special to us, why we bought it. Maybe it's not special to us but we bought it anyway. We're going to talk a little bit about when we bought it, the context about why we bought it, and then we're going to talk about the film, mm-hmm. and then we're going to see how it holds up. If it's an old film, is it still good? That's it, and that's the DVD part of it. The declutter bit comes in right at the end, so if you're only <laughs> listening for the decluttering aspect, skip forward yeah. about half an hour, yeah. and you'll listen to what we've decided to do with that DVD at the end. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm not sure I'm ready to throw out some of these DVDs. Oh, uh, I have been, you know, cold sweats at night. <laughs> the DVDs have been talking to me. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, little voices, but we're ready to go. Okay. And we're starting with my DVD. Yep. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mel Brooks's Robin Hood Men in Tights. This is probably one of the ones that I am very nervous to get rid of because it comes with a lot of history for me and my family. Um, as also may shock some listeners, I grew up without a television, um, in my life. So I grew up with no TV, um, no access to free to air TV, no actual TV, uh, until I was about 15 or 16 and we got a television and a DVD player. And one of the only films that we were allowed to watch was Robin Hood Men in Tights because, uh, my dad thought it was a good film because my dad liked and respected Mel Brooks because he thought he was funny. So we goddamn watched the hell out of that film. It's very, I can mem- remember heaps of quotes. When I rewatched it, it was as if I had watched it the day beforehand. It was very, very familiar to me. So getting rid of the DVD, I can't actually remember when I bought the DVD, but the film itself has been in my life for such a long time that having the memento of the DVD there, yeah, might be hard to get rid of. And that's what we're here to find out. <laughs> so, 
my role now as the non-DVD owner in this case is to give a summary of the film being, uh, I guess, less sentimental about yes. it. Yes, a straight summary of the I'll film. I'll give a straight summary. So Robin Hood, Men in Tights, it's about Robin Hood. It is about Robin Hood. And I just picked up the DVD. Coincidentally, also a bunch of Men in Tights. Mm-hmm. It starts off, Robin is in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. He's on the Crusades. Mm-hmm. He is in a bit of trouble. Captured. Captured. Gets out of it and rushes back home to Nottingham. Rottingham. Rottingham. Mm. I see what they did there. Yes. <laughs> Very clever. Yep. One of the first jokes. <laughs> yep. Uh, rushes back home only to find that it's gone to shit. Yep. He, his house has been literally taken away. His land all usurped by the guy who's put himself in power. Um, the sheriff of Rottingham. The sh- well, and the oh, King John. King John. King yes. John. So king called. John. So called King John, not actual king. Yeah. Prince John. Actually, I think he's just referred to as Prince John. Prince John. King. Forgotten the king's name. Richard. Richard. Comes at the end. Away the crusades. Yep. So Prince John's there. Sheriff of Nottingham. They're taxing the hell out of people. Robin Hood's like, no, nah, I got to stand up to this. So he starts his fight and he recruits a, a gang of merry men. Mm-hmm. You got all your classics there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got little John. Quite big. Who's quite big. And then you've got a Chew, who is Dave Chappelle, who looks very young. Well, it's his first feature film. It's amazing. Except actually he, I was doing my research and he yeah. was in, uh, in one film beforehand, but as an uncredited role. So this was his first feature film as a credited role. Um, very young, very funny. I loved him in yep. the film. Non-stop gags. He gets these gang of merry men, puts them together. Fights the king. Yep. Shoots some arrows. The old yep. archery contest contest yep. is all in there, and you know, yep. happy ending. I think. Yeah. There's love, love interest. Love there's love. Oh, sorry, I didn't even mention Maid Marian, who seems to be living with the Prince John. Kind yes, of. somehow. So um, I've forgotten her last name, but she, yes, is living with with Prince John, from for some kind of reason that to do with her family and his family being connected. In some way. Yeah. But she's guarded over very protectively by her loyal servant. I think it's Broomhilda. Broomhilda. And yeah, so Robin sees her when he's fighting Prince John and the Sheriff of Rottingham. They fall in love. They are torn apart by the awful things that the Sheriff and the Prince are doing. But luckily, Robin comes in and saves the day. Have I accurately summarised the film before we get into reviewing it? Yes, you have yep. summarised it accurately. I think there's a lot of um, there's been a lot of reiterations of the Robin Hood story. I think this one was based on the Disney version a lot with the fox. You think? No. Oh. Yes, I read it. So this, oh, okay. I think, this, not not like based on, as in that's not what it's um, parroting, but. It's the storyline itself that it follows is based on that. And then also based on the, um, the Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Which is plot. Kevin Costner one. Yes, exactly. That's the one that so, I got. Yes, that from. is definitely the one where, I mean, both of them, I think maybe follow. I haven't seen Prince of Thieves. I've definitely seen the Disney one, mm. but the Disney one has all of those key characters in it as well. And I think that's the main story of like ca- taking the, taking the, uh, the town back or and the, the, archery back, competition the archery contest, and, all of that stuff. Yeah. I'm, this is, my information is coming from Wikipedia. Okay, yeah. Just in case there's corrections that need to be followed up 
you can change them on Wikipedia as well mm. as yep. tweet at us. Help out the whole world, not just yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. But yes, that is a good summary. Now, I guess we're going to move into a review of yes. the film. I'm going to start with Beck because yes. you've got the ties to it. Yeah, so I wrote a lot of notes as I was watching it. Um, Excellent. Yeah, because I just was like, you know, there was just so many thoughts going through my head. And of course, this is going to be coloured by my my history with the film. But I thought it was really funny. Like still, <laughs> I still loved it. Um, I thought every part of it was clever. One thing that really stood out to me was um, the absolute dedication of the actors in it like they were just doing such ridiculous things like the there's a scene where they sing um oh where Dave Chappelle um Achu the character Achu and uh Kerry Elwes I always have trouble saying his name um so who plays Robin Hood they are surrounded by the men from the sheriff's men the sheriff of Rottingham and his men they're surrounded and they do the praying mantis which is that bit where they're like yeah yeah yeah. talking about if you haven't seen the film, you should just definitely YouTube this particular clip. And it's hilarious. And it's very funny. It's very over the top. It's very childlike. It's like two kids playing in a playground doing some kind of crazy martial arts, try hard, you know, whatever, playing around with it. And But they just did it so seriously that I loved their absolute commitment to it. And I think that's what makes comedy great is when characters are committed to it. For them, it's real. For us, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, so overall, I, I loved it still. I, obviously, there are some things which I think we're going to talk about later as to how it holds up yeah. now. Uh, there are some some issues that I thought about that. But um, but for the most part, I laughed a lot. I just thought it was ridiculous and funny. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. So holding up for you. Yes. Yeah. Look, my review sits fairly uh, in a similar vein yep. as well. In this case, which... Definitely won't be the case with all the DVDs we look at. But in this case, I also had a lot to do with this film growing up. Ah. The biggest surprise for me came, though, because we had it taped off um, TV Ah, on a VHS. Okay. Now, we didn't watch it as much, and I preferred the Disney one, which I would have watched a billion times, also taped off TV. But we, for me, the strong memory is I think we started taping it at the scene where he arrives back in Rottingham. Oh, so you never saw the prison scene? That whole bit at the start, I was like, I thought I'd seen this film before, and then I was watching it, and I'm like, this isn't, this is new. That was new to you. (laughs) That's that's some of my favourite parts happen there when he's um, the maitre d of the um, of the restaurant, the restaurant in quotation marks being the prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Isaac Hayes playing a choose father. I can't remember what his name is. Such a great role. A sneeze. sneeze. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Um, (laughs) And gives him this crumpled up photo of his son, who's on an exchange student in your country. Yes, I love. Loved that, and I loved. I actually noted down a bit when he was in prison. Um, Kerry Ellis, when he looks at one of the guards in disbelief, and his his eyes just do this fluttering. I don't know if you remember this scene, but his eyes do this really um, great fluttering thing in disbelief, and it's just again the absolute commitment, absolute straight faced as he's doing something so ridiculous. Yeah, just brilliant, and that's what I think the whole film is like. As Mel Brooks does so well in all the films I've seen of his, which is just. You find a, a great little plot, and then you just stick all these basically sketches along yes, the lines. Yes, but very you, true. You've got a great cast yes. that just Can mean it. that they work one after another, one yep. after another. My personal favourite bit weren't, I don't think, as much as sort of like the just the straight up gags or the really big sort of set gags. It was just some of the really sort of little silly bits that went on in the background. Yep. Um, right at the start, yeah, when he's about to leave for England. 
and you see this the jockeys riding camels in the background yeah. or <laughs> the bit where the sheriff of Rottingham, the one that I was like laughing out loud when I was watching it, where the sheriff of Rottingham says, all right, walk this way. Oh, and yeah. Then, and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then everyone following him just Mimicking. mocks his walk. Yeah. Just perfectly. Which is something we did uh, every time we wanted someone to follow us. Yeah. Walk this way as a child. That's all we did. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Yeah, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, it really got me asking, what happened to Mel Brooks films after this one? So... And I guess that kind of opens us up to talking about... Him now or... Him now or this, this, this now. film now and where it sort of sits. So from outside my... Outside of your uh, life. Yeah, outside of my life. This is one of his last films. Yeah. So it comes after the two Mel Brooks films that I was really familiar with as a kid was this and Spaceballs. So they, they actually make reference to Blazing Saddles in this film, in Robin Hood, but we never, I never saw Blazing Saddles. I still haven't seen it now. But So this, this was one of his last films. He's an EGOT winner. Did mm. you know that? So oh, he's I done, did not know that. He's done the full Emmy, Grammy, Oscar... Tony. What do you want his Grammy for? He won his Grammy. Uh, just, I've got it up on Wiki because I knew I would forget. But let me try um, and guess what he won the other one okay, for. Okay, okay, sure. Because he won, he would have won an Oscar for screenplay for Blazing Saddles. I'm thinking. Oh, let me just get the other ones. He would have won an Emmy for Mad About You. He won an Emmy for so, oh, the Sid Caesar show. And Mad About You. Yeah, there you and go. Mad About You. You're so he would have won sorry. Emmy for Mad About You, yep. Oscar for Screenplay for Blazing Saddles. Tony would have been for The Producers. Yes. And was Grammy for Comedy Album? Grammy, yeah. He So he's won three times. He's got okay. Comedy Album, The Producers Album, and the 2,000-year-old man in Ooh. the year 2000 album. That's a comedy sp- a spoken album. Yeah. So... And you're, you're Oscar saying I, was I for guessed. producers, yeah. Oh, producers. Did you say producers? No, I said Blazing Saddles oh, screenplay. Best original screenplay for producers. Oh. Yeah, no. Blazing oh, so Saddles close. was nominated, but he, but um, only for the best original song. There you oh, go. wow. Yeah, you almost got them right. Yeah. Very clever. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> As I don't know what, what kind of award I was expecting. <laughs> um, I should have bought you a chocolate frog. That's I'm it. sorry. <laughs> you are obsessed with the Oscars. Mm. And I guess that extends to award shows. That will become apparent as we go throughout the podcast series that you have much more of a uh, historical knowledge of film, I guess, than me. And I don't know so much about the directors. Uh, I know a lot of facts that will help me out in pub trivia. Yeah, I think is the the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So the next episode of this podcast will be recorded at pub trivia. Yeah, that's it. In terms of what he, what else he's doing now, I know that he started a production company and has been started. It's called Brooks Films, and he's been producing films that aren't necessarily in comedy. So apparently, he did that because that he knew that if, I mean, it, it is obvious, but it's it's good that he thought about it because if you see a film that says produced by Mel Brooks, obviously you're gonna there's all oh, those yeah. associations with his names next to it. So you're gonna so you're gonna think that that's a comedy. So um, yeah, that's how I guess he's kept going and doing things behind the scenes in that way. But was this his last film that he directed or did he go on to direct anything after this? Because it's this one, Spaceballs and Blazing Saddles are the ones that people are, people talk about as their, about as their favourite comedy. Well, oh, is in, yes, okay. Like yes. he didn't direct the remake, did yes. he? He did the yes, I get, I get what original. You mean. Yeah, I think this is his last one. Which is good, ended on a high note, I say. I actually don't know. His son wrote 
World War Z. Wow. The <laughs> book or the film? The book. Okay. Apparently. He's known for his novel World War Z, an oral history of the zombie war. Brilliant. Yeah. I've not seen the film. I've not seen World War Z. No. But back onto Robin Hood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, does it hold up today? If you watched it for the first time, no history, would you be offended? Would you be offended? Yeah. That's my question. Look, there's, there's touch and go moments in there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. Uh, I think a chew and a sneeze, as much as we've already brought them up. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I don't know. I think there's there's worse than that. There's a bit where... Um, but there's a bit where he's saying... Where Robin Hood's saying goodbye to Maid Marian as she leaves after they've tried to kiss, but Broomhilda won't let that mm. happen. And he says goodbye in a range of different languages. Auf Wiedersehen. Oh. Au revoir. <laughs> and then at, right at the end he goes... Ching chong che! Which I found on reflection... Very racist. Yeah, the accent, I think, that he puts on. The accent and the fact that Ching Chong Che is not goodbye yep. in Chinese. And um, everything else that he said was the actual word for goodbye in the languages that he was using. So that was... I found that a bit... <laughs> I laughed and cried a little on the inside at that. Yeah. Yeah, there was also a couple of bits that I was like... weren't. There was a line where they say, I guess he's a transsexual now. Yes. Um, and a couple of other references to potentially gay humour, which I wasn't quite... Um, I didn't quite understand, but when, when they were in tights and that kind of thing, and um, the Friar Tuck, who yeah. is played by Mel Brooks, comes along and says... So he says, like, vagarous or something. That would make sense. But I think, he, yeah, he was implying, are you guys are you gay? gay? <laughs> exactly. And they were like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. For me... I was happy to glaze over it in the spirit of my history with the film. Yeah. I was worried about coming because I haven't watched it since, you know, being very young and couldn't even really remember what happened. Yeah. So I was worried coming back to it, as you always are, that you're like, oh no, what's happened here? Yeah. My other big worry was I remember showing Airplane, the movie, to some friends. Oh yeah. Like who hadn't sort of seen comedies of that era. And them just finding it incredibly boring. Oh. Because, you know, that's a similar yes. sort of... You know, it's everything's a, Mel a bit slower. ...style comedy where it's yep. just a series of sketches on a theme. Did you find this boring at all? Not at all. No, neither. But I do wonder, like, if we showed it to the youth, would they still... That is a good point. Yeah. I should show it to one of my media classes. Because I have done, made that mistake before where I've shown a film that I have absolutely loved, an older film, and they've hated it. And I've had to sit through two hours of them complaining about my, one of my favourite films. But I, I actually think they would like it. I, I agree. There's enough, especially you kind of see as that sort of series of sketches, I think they... It's short, sharp. Yeah. Like, it's kind of in the style of YouTube clips. Like, yeah. <laughs> like All piled together. It's almost made for them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, it's um, energetic enough. There's not, it's not a thinker, is it? No. No. You, yeah. So I was watching this very early in the morning. Yeah. And we've got a very temperamental heating system in our house. So, look, I did occasionally go out of the room and play around with that and come back in. Like, you know, it's just yeah. in, and, in and out was yeah. fine. Um, I did want to give a shout out to Amy Yasbeck, who plays Maid Marian, for her incredible uh, posh English accent. I think she's American. But the, one of the sections where she says... Um, 
oh, if only twere you, twould be <laughs> that kind of thing. Twerific. Twerific. <laughs> the wordplay, the, the play with accents, there's a bunch of spoonerisms in there because um, the sheriff of Rottingham can't get his sentences right. Over me, you hand, that kind of thing. Uh, yes. I don't know. Very funny. I still found it very funny. I think that's a great chance to talk about the cast because I don't think we've, we've really done that yet. No, just, we just, haven't. They're all excellent, as you were saying. Perfect casting for a film, but interesting. Like Dave Chappelle obviously yep. went on Chappelle Show. Yep. Did his whole thing. These days, if you want to see him in um, yeah, Star is Born, you know, pops up there for a second. Yep. And that's why I think I was so shocked watching this. I was like, oh man, he has, like, he has aged. He's an old. Oh, he's, yeah. he's an old man. Yes, now. yes. He's very fresh. Since nineteen ninety three, turns out. <laughs> yes, people do <laughs> age. age. Yes, it was amazing. Um, but the rest of the cast, like, we'll start with Sheriff of Rottingham. I was shocked to see because I'm a huge West Wing fan. He was the British. Um, Is he in West Wing? He's in West Wing. He plays the the ambassador from England. Really? Yeah. So he turns up. Sporadically. All, sporadically, and is always a bit of a comic character. Always oh. calls um. Always calls them by the wrong name. Yeah. Does a lot of silly, pompous stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just couldn't believe no, that. No, I reconcile yeah, those two. That before. Patrick Stewart is in it. Yes, right, right at, the at the end. end. And I wonder, his sort of foray into comedy these days, because you do see him do a lot more comedy now, because you've got that sort of friendship with Seth MacFarlane. You see him, he did that uh-huh. blunt talk, you know, his family guy and stuff. But I think back then he was very much Mr. Star Trek. Yes. Very serious British actor. Yes. <laughs> so that was, you know, would have been huge. Yeah, a little cameo. Yeah. I'd say maybe people call, like maybe called in a favor, Mel Brooks called mm. in a favor with a friend kind of thing. Yeah. That was actually one bit I was a bit uncomfortable with when he said, but I have not yet kissed the bride and then Pasha's yeah. marrying <laughs> on the lips <laughs> before she gets married. That was weird. What the hell was with that? No, I think we can swear. Okay, cool. I think that was, that was strange. Yeah. I found that very strange. But besides that, I, like, I don't know where any of these actors are now. Yeah, I had, and maybe a little bit after we've talked through the cast, we will talk about the wonders of DVD special features. Oh, yes. But luckily this DVD did have yes. the... Um, Five-minute featurette. Oh, no, I, there was actually a cast list oh, and yes, little bios on... <laughs> yes. Dave Chappelle, obviously, because by the time DVDs were coming out, he was popular enough. Had Mel Brooks. Ball. Yes. And then... Carrie Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, who... I was like, ah, oh, Princess Bride guy. Yes, exactly. Everyone knows him from the Princess Bride. <laughs> That's it. Um, mate, we should have probably said that up front. Yeah. Same guy who plays the guy in Princess Bride. Yeah. But since then, haven't seen a lot of him. He was in Saw, apparently. Wow. Yeah, I have not seen Saw. Have you? Saw. Like, oh, the yeah. The original Saw. Yeah, we used to, you know, watch them when I was in year nine. Yeah, right. So you wouldn't have recognised. No. Yeah. He is in Saw. I was looking up because I just actually, to be honest with you, wanted to find out how to pronounce his name. Yeah, good call. So, As you can see, I just mumbled it before. Yeah. So I um, I was trying to find some interviews with him on YouTube and found one where he was talking about Kiss the Girls. He was in with Morgan Freeman. Wow. Yep. Oh, he's in Liar Liar, I saw in yes, his bio Yes, he's also too. in Liar Liar. Who was he in Liar Liar? I cannot remember. Yeah. I cannot remember. So, but also interestingly enough, when I watched these, all of these clips, he looked very different to what he did now. So I think he has one of those faces that has maybe changed over time and almost like a character actor, you know, those, those actors who can just disappear into roles. Turns out they're in sort of everything. Everything. Yes, exactly. So perhaps he's one of those, Hmm. but yeah, I think overall he's had a pretty successful career and I I think he's a great actor. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then who was it who played Maid Marian? Maid Marian is Amy Yasbeck. And... She's and someone. she has 
done bits and pieces. She was in a TV show in America for quite a while. So Wings, I've not heard of it. Yeah, I think it had Paul McCartney. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> she was in the band Wings. Paul McCartney was? Yeah. He was in was... the Beatles. No, that was his band after the Beatles. Was... <laughs> Okay. The wings, they're very, very popular. <laughs> Laura, my partner, Mitch. said to me this morning, you're so gullible. Yeah. And I said, I'm not gullible, I'm trusting. <laughs> but clearly I'm gullible. <laughs> so you hadn't heard of the wings? No. Like band on the run, no. live and let die. No, I've no. not heard of any of this. <laughs> okay, cool. Maybe That's it was just... part of not having TV. I just Fine. missed pop culture yeah. for <laughs> several years. <laughs> Um, we should cut that bit out because it's embarrassing. For yeah, me. I, think, I think we might. Um, all right, so she did. She was in Wings from 1994 to 1997. So that was what she's most known for. Yeah, she was also in Pretty Woman. Oh yeah. Problem Child and Problem Child Two. Ah uh, yes, those <laughs> cinematic classics. Genius. I think I've got them on DVD actually. I think somewhere. They're, they're pretty awful. Okay. They're, I just yeah, couldn't anyway. tell. I was like, yeah. I was not, I was being suspicious because I wasn't sure if you were joking. Or no, they're, they're known as pretty like awful films. Okay. <laughs> the Mask. I don't remember her in The Mask. No. But she could have, I wouldn't have been looking for her. And Dracula Dead and Loving It. Which was Mel Brooks' last film. Oh, there you go. There you go. Maybe we'll cut this bit yeah. out too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other good thing about this DVD experience was that we do get to have a look at those special features. Oh, yes. So we were mentioning before, one of my favorite things... Because you got to remember, DVDs were in that sort of little glimpse before the internet was super accessible. Mm -hmm. So they used to have these cast or crew bios, and they'd give you a little rundown of... Basically, it gave them a Wikipedia summary, yep. and then their filmography. And as yep. like a film nerd kid growing up, I used to love that. I used to be yep. like, oh wow, this tells me everything yep. they've been in. Have yep. I seen that? Have I seen that? Yeah. So it's good to see that here. And yeah, shocking to see that they only had the three yep. people. Yeah. Very telling of who became famous. Yes. And who. <laughs> yes. Who went on to do other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess they did, like you said, they did do that before or they did the DVD after much after mm. the film was actually released. Yeah. Um, Gave me a chance to see the trailer, which was also yes. pretty good. <laughs> yes. I loved the special features. They'd obviously cobbled together whatever they could find to put on this DVD, yep. which included, like you said, the, the, um, little biographies and then we had the trailer which what a special feature to have yeah i know and then we had the little featurette which i was hoping would actually be a featurette it went for about five minutes so i didn't get a chance Did you to watch, watch it, it? Oh, no. okay it was literally it was very very short um it was a couple of interviews with a couple of different characters a couple of scenes from on the set which i really liked because i love the behind the scenes any behind the scenes footage is always had always has been very fascinating to me so that was really good but it was just again very 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 short yeah. Just the characters, the actors, sorry, talking about what they liked about being on the set. Everyone said it was a wonderful set to be on, very funny, etc. Don't know if they'd say anything different to the camera, but I like to believe them. Obviously cobbled together, but appreciated nonetheless. Did it look like it had come from, you know, Access Hollywood or some... Kind of. Some sort of thing yes. that they just... Yeah. Yes. It was like them sitting in those classic director's chairs. Yeah. Yep. Exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's one thing I I didn't mention about this DVD because this is one of the earlier DVDs, and the same thing happened with Atlantis. Is my DVD player and my TV didn't want to play it originally because the HDMI cord, because I got HDMI three, yeah. wouldn't read it, so I had to really? go through it and replug. <laughs> yeah. Wait, because it's so old. Yeah, it's not in um, HD. Yeah, because this would have been back when you had to plug in the three prongs for your yes. DVD. Yes. Yes. So that's what we're talking about here. 
And the fact that yes. I love on the fact on the back it's got as a special feature an interactive menu. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It doesn't just play from the yeah. minute you put it in. Oh, that's huge. And it always used to be listed on the back of them. As well as on the back you've got the all about DVD what is DVD website that you could go to yep. just in case you're like, the fuck is this? I can't yep. put this in my VHS. Yep. It's also presented in widescreen. Mm. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Where the trailer wasn't on there. Yeah. I found that Maybe confusing. it was a television trailer at the time. Or maybe it was just the trailer that they had on the old VHS. And they were like, is, oh, yeah, we're just able to cut it. Yep. Yeah. Am I getting rid of this? Yeah, I think that's it. That's what we need to decide on now, Beck. What is the future of Robin Hood Men in Tights? So I bought it apparently for $13. Wow. That's yeah. big money back then. Yeah, true. Very true. This probably isn't a great start. <laughs> to the decluttering aspect of the show. Those people that at the very start in the intro said, oh, great, I'm going to skip to this decluttering bit at the end. I think I want to keep it. Yep. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. That's a bit, I think that one was a bit obvious. Yeah. No, I think it makes sense. You know, this is one that generations of your family in the future will be forced to watch. Yes. As I hook up my DVD drive to my computer, yep. to my HDMI cord, to my television, which yep. is how I watch DVDs. And we run on a hand crank too, yes. I imagine, at that stage. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, because the world's yeah. ended. But oh, yeah. 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 Obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to keep this one. Sorry, Marie Kondo. That's all right. But you've already now you've got one on your list though. So oh, that's just wait true. till next time and how you know the reign of terror will rain yes. down upon you. <laughs> yeah, I might it might get kicked off yet. That's it. That's true. Watch this space. Watch this space. Speaking of watching this space, thank you all for listening in. Yes, thank you very much. Sticking with us. Yes. Our first go. Uh, we hope to be back. Yes, we will we will be back. We will be back. We will be back. And the best way to help us keep being back yes. is to let us know what you think. And you can do that uh, many ways. You can get in contact with us over Twitter. Mm -hmm. at, at DVD Clutter. Yep, so that's D-V-D-E-C-L-U-T-T-E-R. Much like the spoonerisms in Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing some great wordplay here. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just genius. It's genius. So give us a follow. And then, of course... Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell anyone. We don't care if you like them or not. Really. That's true. <laughs> Wear a t-shirt of it. Yeah. You'll have to make it because we haven't got around to making those yet. Yeah. We've also got an Instagram account and you can follow us on DVD Clutter, which is D-V-D-E-C-L-U-T-T-E-R. Uh, follow us to see photos of each of the films that we're reviewing and Paul's insane DVD collection. Hopefully we will see you again next week. And once again, thanks for listening. Bye.